Welcome to the Marginalia's Daily Readings and Prayers Podcast. While we're unable to get together as often as we'd like, we're using this podcast to reflect and apply some of our daily Bible reading. You can always find our readings and prayers at www.newcitycincy.org forward slash readings dash prayers. Today is Tuesday, March 24th, the year of our Lord, 2020. And our scripture readings are Psalm 132, Genesis 49, verses 29 through chapter 50, verse 14. Our New Testament reading is 1 Corinthians 11, verses 2 to 34. And Mark 8, verses 1 to 10 is the gospel reading today. My name is Michael Prevatera, and I'm one of the pastors at New City. Let's pray. O Heavenly King, O Comforter, Spirit of Truth, who is everywhere present and filling all things, treasury of good things and giver of life, come and dwell in us, cleanse us from every stain, and save our souls. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Well, we are in week four of Lent, which is the time of year in the church when we prepare for Easter. And Lent is typically a time of refocused prayer, repentance, and fasting. And given the situation uh, that we're facing worldwide in terms of global pandemic and economic crisis, it seems like Lent is actually a really appropriate time for those things to be happening. If you've been following along with the church's readings or our sermon series through John, the story of Jesus's feeding of the crowds of thousands has been kind of floating around the passages that we've dealt with. And in today's gospel reading, um, that's it. That story is there. We read of Jesus feeding 4,000 people. And, you know, there are, there are three things that stick out to me from this passage. First is the compassion of Jesus. Mark writes that Jesus says, I have compassion on the crowd because they've been with me now three days and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away hungry to their homes, they'll faint on the way. And some of them have come from far away. Notice that Jesus has pity on these folks. They haven't eaten for three days, or he doesn't chastise them for being unprepared and not packing a a snack. Uh, And he's actually afraid to send them home because he doesn't want them to faint on the way or get hurt on the way. You know, and and when we look at the world around us right now, it's really easy to assume that God doesn't care, that God doesn't care about pandemics, that God doesn't care about people getting sick. Um, Or, you know, some people want to proclaim that this is the time when God is judging the world. But what if God has compassion for us right now? What if God is not standing far off and unconcerned, but he has pity regarding what's going on, right? That he's, he's weeping for us. He is actually concerned about you and your circumstances. He is concerned about all the things that you're worried about and that we're worried about as a society. I'm going to argue the gospel here leads us to believe that that's actually the case. And then the disciples decide that they're going to interject some sober rationality into this whole scenario for Jesus, right? They say to him, Jesus, how can one feed these people with bread here in this desolate place. In other words, they're saying, Jesus, that, you know, that's really nice, but all of our models, all of our predictions, all of our best experts tell us that this is impossible. We are in a desolate place. One person can't feed 4,000 with the supplies at hand. That is simple math, Jesus. And then, if you know the story, Jesus blows up their math and their predictions. Jesus takes seven loaves of bread and a few small fish. 
and he feeds 4,000 people. You know, I picture him doing that with a big grin on his face. Like he's, he's sort of trolling the disciples here. Oh yeah. Watch this guys. And, and he's not just handing out, you know, the little pieces of bread that you might take during communion. Uh, they eat, it says, and are satisfied. And there's even more left over than what they started with. Mark tells us seven full backs, baskets, seven full baskets. And, you know, if you try to do the math, that math don't work out. So I, I don't know how you explain that. We've been practicing social distancing for a little over a week. And there are lots of people right now who claim that they know what is going to happen. Right? Some people are saying, hey, everything's going to be fine. Others are saying a great winter of suffering is upon us. Be prepared. This model says this. That model says that. Here's the truth. Nobody knows what's going to happen in the coming days, weeks, and months. You don't. And I don't. I do know this, though. No one in all these predictions is factoring in the reality of a God who can feed thousands with seven loaves of bread and some fish. A God who blows up our models and our expectations over and over and over again. A God who doesn't have to play by the rules of space or time or physics because he made the rules up. I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know you have a choice. You can scroll through the news, you can read all the pundits, you can look at all the numbers, and you can freak out, or you can turn to the one who has compassion and pity on people when they are in a desolate place, the one who can make something out of nothing, the one who blows up the math and the models and probably does it with a smile on his face. I think now's a great time to be asking him to do something. We want this podcast to create discussion and help you connect with others in this season. So call a friend, chat with your spouse, text someone from your community group to keep this conversation going. Here's a question to help you do that. How are you using your time, especially now that in Ohio, we've been ordered to stay at home? When you're not working or taking care of the kids, where are you turning? Are you numbing yourself by binge-watching stuff on Netflix? Are you looking through the news to find some answer or some piece of information that's going to comfort you? Instead of that, what if you took this time of forced solitude to be in God's presence? What could that look like? How can you grow in prayer during this time? How can you actually spend more time praying about your worries and fears and the situation at hand? Uh, than you do worrying about it. Let's pray. Father, may our Lenten observance prepare us to embrace the Paschal mystery and to proclaim your salvation with joyful praise. As we are in the season of repentance and lament over the brokenness of ourselves and the world, turn our eyes to our Easter hope, Christ risen from the dead and his coming kingdom. If you think this podcast would be helpful to friends or family, uh, please share it with them and encourage them to subscribe. Links to subscribe can be found at newcitycincy.org forward slash social. Find more resources for encouragement and comfort in these days by following us on Instagram at New City Cincinnati or Facebook at New City Cincy.
May the Lord bless you and keep you and be with you. In Jesus' name, amen.